Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox, and tonight we are continuing our discussion on Step 1, Awareness. Tonight we're going to be talking about healing, the healing that comes from having awarenesses. So let me bring on my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing fantastic. Here in California, fall has finally come. So we had a beautiful day. It's, uh, we had some rain this morning and just a cool, beautiful day. I love the fall. Yes. Let's hope it lasts. Yeah, really. <laughs> we <laughs> we, um, we have a great topic tonight, so let's get started. Um, I think that with awareness comes understanding. And understanding or becoming aware that we did the best we could with what we knew at the time. And I know that we can have a tendency to look back on something with the awarenesses that we have currently and judge ourselves, um, you know, uh, uh, judge us on our younger selves, right? Um, but our younger self didn't know what we know now, <laughs> right? So, okay, so I think awareness. I think awareness um, is a chance to um, to forgive ourselves, um, but to also forgive others because you are aware now of how your fear. Uh, um, affects you, and so you can be um, aware that that happens to everyone and other people who might be rude or, um, you know, might cut you off in traffic or whatnot, they're just being affected by their fear as well. And um, and so we can, we can heal a little, uh, heal a little there too. Absolutely. So, Terry, what are your what are your what's your thought process? Well, I'm just thinking in uh when we talk about awareness and the process of becoming more aware, we I mean Kelly and I have been working on on these steps for, you know, for many years. And so our awareness grows uh grows every Every day, I mean, moment by moment, we can grow in awareness if we're willing, you know. And so, uh, just like she's saying, our awareness of, of our own growth, our own development of skills over time, our own ability to eliminate occasions in our life and, and to live in, in a land of intention where we're willing to practice those things that we want to be clear about and that we want to to propel us forward, to keep us aware of our feelings, our thoughts, to keep us aware of our own innocence, you know, and loving ourselves the way we are, doing what we can, when we can, the best we can, and allowing others to do the same. And that just, that awareness and that willingness to see your innocence 
as you you reflect upon your behavior, your language, and you see what what's behind those feelings, what what was the reaction, what, why did you react instead of just act and and just see the other person's innocence or see your own innocence. And I think I've I've been able to forgive myself for so many things in in my past and just realize I did the best I could. And in that process, mm-hmm. I've been able to see in others as well that they did the best they could and, and to see their innocence and know that there was no no time that that, that person woke up and said, Oh, I'm gonna make that I'm gonna make Terry's life miserable today. I'm gonna, you know, make her feel worthless and I'm gonna, you know, tell her she can't do that or you know, nobody did that. I mean people just did the best they could based upon their own experiences. When we look at our parents or you know, teachers or people that influence our lives when we were young, they were just doing the best they could based upon what their parents did and how their parents, uh, you know, engaged in parenting and the friends they had and the circumstances they found themselves in. And I think once we were willing to see that about others and, and really lead with forgiveness for ourselves and others, then we can be aware of the effects of the way we react you know, when something happens, do we react or do we act in accordance with our intention? And if we ask ourselves, you know, well, you know, what? what's that noise? Oh, I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't either. It's very distracting. Um, so anyway, I forgot what I was saying. So that was what I, that was what I was act. thinking yeah, that's what I was thinking. So if you just ask yourself, you know, why am why am I feeling this way, and what's underneath it, and am I and am I judging myself and beating myself up, or am I judging and beating up someone else? Am I willing to see my innocence or the innocence of others and do what I can when I can, the best I can, and know that they're doing the same? And I think that really changes our capacity to love and to be inclusive and you know accepting of ourselves and others when we can do that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I think, I mean, you you started to get into or it felt like you were going to get into our tool this month, and our tool this month is the four A's, and it is a fearless living tool. And the first A is acknowledge. And so to be able to acknowledge your feelings, you have to be aware of what your feelings are what you're feeling, um, and and then acknowledge, okay, I'm feeling this. And then the second A is allow. Allow yourself to feel it. You don't need to attach a story or a judgment on it. Just allow it to process. Allow it to go through you. You're angry? Okay, you're angry. Process it. Don't say, oh, I'm a bad person because I'm angry. No, you're not a bad person. You're just angry. So let the feeling go through you. And then ask yourself, what am I committed to in this situation or in my life? What am I committed to? And then act on that commitment, not react, as Terry was saying, to the situation at hand, but act according to your commitment. And so... That is the four A's. That is our tool this month. And I think that with awareness, it's a great tool because 
you're going to, as you go through this process, you are gaining more awareness. It is a process of gaining awareness. And so you're, you're feeling happy. Say it's a good feeling. You're, you're acknowledging that you're happy. And you're allowing yourself to be happy. Some people don't allow themselves to be happy. So you're, you allow yourself to be happy. You ask yourself, what am I committed to? I'm committed to experiencing joy. I'm committed to, um, you know, having uh, loving, kind relationships with other, what, others, whatever your commitment to is. Then, and then continue to act on that commitment. Continue to be loving and kind in your relationships. Continue to seek out joy. Um, you know, so it can be it can be a process with a with a you know what you would call a good feeling, just as much as it can be a process with um, what you might consider a bad feeling. And it's it's all a process of gaining awareness around those feelings. You know, we have this client that when she started working with us, she only really had like five basic feelings, and so. Through this process, she was able to become aware of the the differences between her feelings um, and and gain more feelings uh, or awareness around more feelings, so that she could do this process even more in depth um, because she had more feelings that she could acknowledge and she could process. And I think that. Um, it's a great awareness to be able to identify uh, the feelings that we're having and the differences between them because angry and upset could mean the same thing, but they could feel a whole lot different. So really getting down to um, the nitty gritty of the feelings and really clarifying the difference between upset and angry and furious what are, the, what are the differences between those? What is the, how do they feel different? Um, those are all great awarenesses to have. Yeah, I think we were talking, uh, I think it was just the other day, I can't remember what day it was, maybe it was Saturday, we were talking with some clients and I guess it was Friday, and how much they appreciated the feelings list that we had sent them because I know I, I was a teacher for a long time and and kids, little kids really don't have much of a vocabulary about feelings. And they're either happy, sad, you know, they that's really about the, the extent of how, how they can express their feelings. So I always try to teach them vocabulary in order to express how they're feeling. And I think there are a lot of adults who don't have a lot of vocabulary for feelings. So there there's a lot of great feeling lists you can uh, get by looking up on Google or, you know, just look up feelings list. There's a lot of feeling wheels that will take like anger and then expand vocabulary to to include all of the different um, varieties of anger, you know, just like Kelly was just talking about. Um, you know, anger can be frustration. It can be hurt. There's so many things that anger can be. And just being able to then be aware, this is what I'm feeling and this is how I'm feeling and allow that feeling to go through you. And Sometimes it's it's just as easy as taking a deep breath and saying, you know, visualizing 
or even taking your hands and pushing this feeling through you and out your toes. And the more you can do that and with with less intensity and, and it just helps you to have those feelings like you're able to be aware, you can let them go through you sooner, but sometimes you hang on to them and, and that's okay too. Just so you're aware that you're hanging on to that feeling and what is that feeling doing to you? Is it empowering you or is it disempowering you? And if it's disempowering you, then, you know, really, really allowing yourself to meditate whatever it takes for you because we're all different to allow that feeling to go through us, to pray, to meditate, to take a walk, whatever it is, pause, go to the gym, whatever it is to help you get that feeling through you because feelings are not good or bad. They're just feelings. But they can be feelings that empower you or they can be feelings that disempower you. They can be feelings that aid in your your relationships with others or they can deter your relationships with others. So, you know, it's that awareness of what is this, what is this feeling? How is it showing up? What is, you know, what are my thoughts? What are my words? What are my actions while I'm having this feeling? And, and you know, if you're happy, if you want to keep that feeling, right? If you're feeling joy, I was telling somebody uh, we were – on a, I was on a Zoom call and I was sharing a celebration, something that had made me feel really happy the day before. And I said, you know, it just may sound like a little thing, but my family, three of my daughters and two of their husbands were at this event that I was working at. And I looked over and they were sitting all together and they were laughing together and they just seemed to be enjoying each other's company. And I said, I just had this overwhelming feeling of gratitude and joy. And I said, so I love that feeling, and I've held on to that feeling all all last night, and it's my celebration for this morning, is that I, I was able to observe that and feel that joy and gratitude for that moment in time. And so that's an example of a feeling I wanted to hang on to, right? And it's just, you know, mm-hmm. feeling, feelings are feelings, and there's, they can either empower you, disempower you, help you communicate or, or block your communication, help you to move forward or, or get, block you. So it's that ability to be aware of what is, you know, what is this feeling bringing up for me? What's behind that feeling? You know, sometimes it takes a while to process all of that and just allowing yourself that time to uh, process that feeling. And if it's a feeling that's a disempowering you or blocking you from joy, letting it go through you and let it out, just let it go. And those feelings that just make your heart swell, hold on to those feelings. And those feelings that empower you to move forward. Yeah. I was a part of that. So that was kind yes. of interesting. <laughs> I was one of yes, the daughters. We and we were yeah. we were having fun. And those mm-hmm. those are moments that I cherish as well. Uh, you know, as adults living in our own home, you know, we don't have uh, a lot of moments with our siblings, uh, nor would I probably want to go back to when we all live together. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, me um, uh, but it's fun when we can have those moments and we can joke around, but we can also, uh, you know, Terry might not have witnessed, but we also had moments where we were supporting each other with challenges that we're experiencing right now and we were offering each other support and um, those are special moments as well. The ones that we're laughing and the ones where we're feeling concern and love for each other and how can we support each other 
through our challenges. And I think that that's part of life where we can laugh one minute and, you know, um, be deeply concerned the next, um, but still be full of love uh, for each other. And, um, you know, those moments don't always come around and um, they're, they're moments to cherish and to uh, celebrate as well. So I love that you brought that up because I may not have um, even thought about it again, um, even though it was um, looking back on it, it. It is those are moments that I do cherish. So, you yeah. know, I I posted today, um, Sarah Love is someone that I follow. She created a love calendar. Um, if you'd like to know more about that, let us know in the Facebook group, and I can get you her information. But I also get a daily email from her, and I posted um, the daily email today on Facebook, uh, so go check it out. Uh, I'm Kelly Sayer Fox on Facebook. Um, but um, it talks about seeing miracles all around us and seeing ourselves and our life as a miracle. And I think that uh, that's another way that we can um, that we can look at at life and and be more aware of what's going on. Um, Terry talked about gratitude, um, but also seeing those miracles, seeing, uh, you know, you can see it in, uh, I, w- I was saying that I see it in, you know, my child's smile. I see it, um, you know, in, um, you know, the beautiful sky or, um, you know, and I used all my senses, you know, you taste it, you, you hear it, you see it, you, um, now I can't even, you touch it, right? So all of these different ways that we can experience a miracle. And um, if we can become more and more, more and more aware of all of these miracles, I think that it would be healing as well. Um, to see all of the beauty in the world, all of the miracles happening all of the time. And it helps us, I, well, it helps me at least, to release some of that hurt, some of that past disappointment, some of that, um, you know, pain that we, we, I, tend to carry around with us. And so it helps me to focus more on... Um, the gratitude or on the miracles or on the beauty of our world um, instead of, you know, the other. Yeah, I think every moment that we are aware, whether we're, whether we're you know, in, a, in the midst of a challenge or there's chaos around us, we still have the choice of how we react. And I was talking to somebody today that had some real difficulties with a family member and I said, well, what do you do when, when that person says those those kinds of things to you? She says, well, I tell them how I feel about it, and I tell them to stop. And I'm thinking, what does that person, you know, what could that person want from you is for you to react? And what if you didn't react? What if you just smiled or you walked away or you said thank you for your thoughts? Or what if you didn't 
react, give him the same kind of reaction that he's portraying to you because this has been a long time uh, process. It's always been the same. Then what if you try something different? You know, what if you don't react in any with with the same kind of behavior that that this person is uh, exhibiting? What if you re, what if you ask out of um, awareness and seeing that person's innocence and maybe think you know maybe this person's really insecure and so they want they want this confrontational kind of contention is the way they feel powerful. What if, what if you just don't react. I said, what, what do you think would happen if you were aware that, that it brings up these feelings of, to you of, you know, getting upset and wanting to stay back and, you know, continue the confrontation and demand that this person stop? I said, what, what, how does that make you feel? And I said, how do you want to feel in your relationship with this person? I said, you have control over that. Nobody makes you feel anything other than your own reaction and your own thoughts. And I thought, man, I I wish I always thought that way. (laughs) That's pretty good, Carrie. Um, You know, if you could just always, and I think that's what we're talking about, is if we're motivated by awareness to be loving, and that's what our intention is, that's uh, the way we want to show up, then when we're confronted with contention or you know, these feelings of inadequacy or not being good enough or being attacked, you know, she feels like she's being attacked and her not respected. And I think when I respect myself, other people can't disrespect me, you know, because Mm -hmm. I respect myself and I love myself. And if they, so if they say something to me that could be disrespectful, I I just don't accept that. And I some people say to me, "Well, Terry, why why don't you say something back to that person or why?" I says, "Because it's not worth it." I know I know what I my values are and it's not worth it to me to call that person out in, you know, to themselves or in front of other people. I just ignore it, you know. And I don't go there. I don't react with that in that situation this is when i some of my public when i'm in the public with certain people that like to be contentious i i just don't play the game i i respect myself i know what i believe i know that what i do is good work and i go that's how i go forth and it really it really makes the other person stop it makes them stop because their their goal is to 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 get attention to have control to you know, that appears they want is is contention. I'm not going to play that game. I'm not going to be contentious. I'm going to see their innocence. I know they're doing the best they can, and I'm going to continue doing what I can when I can the best I can with my intention of being and how I want to show up in space is that I'm, I'm, I listen, I observe, and kindness is my... That's my mantra. That's the way I want to show up and take up space in a loving way. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we are almost out of time, Miss Terry. And I know that we want to uh, share with our listeners about what's going on with us 
and what we've got going on. And so we want to remind you that we have our complimentary workshop on the second, first, oh my goodness, now I'm going to say it wrong, on the first Saturday of the month from 10 to 11.30. And so you are all welcome to come to that. It's called What is Fear? And it tells you what you don't know you don't know about fear. (laughs) So um, the basics of fear and how we can recognize it in our lives and um, how we can start the process of mastering it. And then we also have our program, which is open for enrollment, uh, called Stepping Towards Freedom, where we take the 12 steps that we do right here on the podcast, but we go a lot deeper. And what do they get? What do they receive in that program, Terry? Pardon me? What, what, they what, what? is included in our program? Massive value. Massive value. That's right. That's right. Um, but if you want to know more about the program, please contact us. We are happy to sit down and go through all of the details. There is a lot of things that come in, come along with our program, and we want to make sure that um, you understand all of the massive value, as Jerry said, that comes along with it. But we thank you for being here. We want to remind you that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And you can find out more about Fearless Living at fearlessliving.org. And, of course, everything Terry and I is at fearlessgenerations.org. That is That includes the nine past years of the podcast, as well as our workshops and the pro the Stepping Towards Freedom program. So you can find that all there on the website, fearlessgenerations.org. You could also sign up for our monthly newsletter because I know that you want it. Uh, you can also <laughs> sign up for Terry Talk emails so you can get an email straight to your inbox every weekday of the next Terry Talk. And if you're unsure of what a Terry Talk is, you definitely need to go check it out. It is a one-minute video of our Miss Terry uh, sharing her wisdom around the step of the month. So you'll definitely want to go and get on, um, sign up for that so that you can get that to your inbox every weekday morning. And uh, we just always have more and more that we want to give you. So make sure that you're in the Facebook group, getting all of the goodies there that we post every day. And the Facebook group is Get Fearless at Any Age with Fearless Generations. I know, it's long. But that is what it is called. And you can get there by just searching Fearless Generations. It's going to come up in your Facebook as well as we are on Instagram as Fearless Generations, LinkedIn as Fearless Generations, and you can also find us on YouTube and Pinterest. We are all over the place. Um, we want to make ourselves available wherever you are as well. And you can find the podcast um, here on Blog Talk Radio, but also on iTunes, Spotify, um, Amazon Music, and pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. So, 
um, please uh, pass the word around, share us um, with your friends so that we can get even more people learning about these tools and these steps that we love to share with you. So we thank you for being here with us each week. And until next time, be fearless. Good night. Be fearless.